Welcome back, single dads. Got another episode for you this week, man. It's been so so good just being back, getting back into the rhythm of things with this podcast. Um, today, today we want we want to dump jump straight dump. <laughs> we want to jump, jump straight in. Yeah, <laughs> we want to jump straight into uh, today's topic because I think it's it's incredibly crucial, and I know that it's super relatable for every single person. Um, and what I was telling Scott is that something that we we need to become more aware of is the simple fact that we're walking around day after day, and maybe if you're listening to this, you can you can relate. You're just walking around in a, in a daze. You're walking around kind of numb. You don't really remember the last time you got as excited as you want to get to. You don't re- really remember the last time you felt joy, like you like you want to feel it. Um, and we're almost at the point where it's like we're not even sad. It's just like we're numb. And that's a scary, scary, scary place to be because that means that we're walking around as zombies. And it's I think it's so crucial. That we recognize that, man, I'm here, but what am I going to do with it? I want to stay here. And I think it's crucial that we start talking about what it would look like to actually check in on ourselves. You know what I'm saying, Scott? Absolutely. And I I think um, it's interesting just because this past week, like, uh, I had had a conversation with um, literally the only member of my family, uh, my brother, whom I haven't had a relationship with in uh, a good relationship with anyway, in uh, really ever, I mean, on, on and off, but, but the irony is, is <laughs> I don't know anybody in this plant on this planet better than he, and he doesn't know anybody better than me. Yeah. And, um, but in conversating with him over the phone, he opened my eyes to a lot of things. And um, some of those things were like the fact that I have not put myself in check in a lot of ways emotionally when it, when it comes, really when it comes to like things from that, that have happened um, in the past and um I think for those of us who are able to block things out and just kind of bury them somewhere, they still exist within exactly. us. Exactly. And and they're there and they have an effect on us. And sometimes when we don't realize that why we're feeling numb or walking around as you said, like a zombie or um, just not happy, maybe not depressed, but just kind of blah, you know, it, it very well could be the fact that it's, it's things that we haven't addressed that, that are living within us that, that are just, you know, we, we haven't let them out. And when I say let them out, I don't mean um, just cry for an hour. I mean, maybe um, that could be uh, one way, but, but, but talking about uh, those things um, and, or just remembering them and, and, um, whether you journal or 
talk to a, a family member like I did or talk to a, a friend that uh, you're close with or whatever, um, your significant other, if you have one or, uh, you know, there's, but, or just, you know, as you say, put yourself in check and think about like what, 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 what's my purpose and what, what, what's preventing me from, um, doing, you know, feeling and, and why am I not? Because as we always say, we said this in so many episodes, if we're not our best selves, then how are we going to be uh, the best parent? <laughs> Well, yeah, or the best true. parent or the best friend or the best um, uh, boyfriend or husband mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, it, it's like, if you're not your best self, you're, you're, you're anybody in your life is not getting uh, the best Frank or the best Scott, you know, exactly, including ourselves. Yes, that's, 100%. I think I think that's the biggest thing. It's like sure, I want I want to be a good dad, man. I really do and I want to be a great son, but more than that, like man, I just want to be great for me too because I have to live with me every single day. And that's something that hit me this week, man. It really did because I was feeling off and I I couldn't get my I couldn't exactly get like my finger on it. I was like, well, "What exactly is going on?" And then I did one of my exercises that that I like I love to do and I I figured out what was the story that was playing in my head that was causing so much um, fear in me that was making me sedate, right? And once I started addressing that, and then I started seeing the situation as it is, and then I started seeing what the feelings that I was feeling towards that situation, and then I figured out the story that I was telling myself that was creating those feelings, then I was able to challenge it. And it made me feel so much different. It's like you said, like, I mean, if you want to sit there and you want to cry for an hour, you can cry for an hour, but guess what? You're probably gonna have to cry for an hour again because it it went unaddressed. It, it, It went unaddressed. Like so often we go through things, man. And life is tough. Like if, if anybody here listening to this, if you think that there's like a, a fairy tale formula to where you never experience pain again and you'll you'll never have to do any work ever again for the rest of your life. Good luck. <laughs> you better unsubscribe real quick because we talk about real things here and that's not real. There are tools that help you effectively overcome. And I do believe that, you know, that we don't have to have bad days. We can have bad moments, but that's up to us. We have to utilize the effective tools that we choose to subscribe to, right? And I think that if we just sit there and feel emotions, and this is something that you know I've I've had quite a bit of therapist on on the Conquerors podcast, um, and also on my lives on Instagram, and something that I always uh, kind of uh, I go a little back and forth with them about is I just don't like this whole like feel your feelings and you know if you gotta if you gotta feel them for a week feel them for a week and I'm like I I just I I just don't believe in that I'm sorry like I think that if you if you uncover the story scientifically it's proven that we only experience an emotion like pain for 90 seconds after that i know people don't believe that right now but after that we're the ones that are creating it so it's like you're telling people to experience something for a week and and essentially you're telling them hey allow yourself to keep creating that pain and suffering for a week i'm like 
we don't have to, we don't have to do that, but we got to utilize the tools. And my biggest thing is as single dads, are we checking in on ourselves? Like if you're feeling numb right now, are you checking in on yourself? Okay. Why is it that I'm feeling numb? I need to get to the grass root of it. What is it that I'm, that I'm so scared of that I'm trying to avoid it? And that's why eventually it's led me to like a feeling of numbness. What it, and, and just recognize that it's not true. It's not even true. It's just a story well, that we're telling ourselves. That, that, that's, a, that's the thing that I wanted to bring up was like, can you look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm being honest with myself? Mm-hmm. Can you say like, all right, man, I'm, I'm going to look in the mirror and say, I'm doing everything to the best of my ability. I am working on self-improvement on a daily basis. Oh, really? How are you doing that, Scott? What are you doing? <laughs> Call myself out. Um, well, uh, I read a book. A big fucking deal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> everybody reads books. Everybody reads articles. Everybody, you know, we can learn something from listening to a, mm-hmm. a podcast. But what are you doing to make yes. yourself better? Like. Yes. You know, are you, what, are you what, implementing? What, what, what are you doing after you read the book? What are you yeah. doing after you listen to the podcast? What actions, what, what actionables are you, are you taking mm-hmm. if any? Yeah. And if the, if the character didn't change or if the book didn't change any character, did you even read it then? Exactly. I mean, the, you know, so, um, I think there's a lot of liars out there. I, 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 I've been one for a long time. I know, I know, I know I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's, it's difficult to say, uh, yeah, I, I lie to myself, but I know I do. And it's, uh, uh, it's not easy to admit that either, but, uh, but there's freedom (laughs) in it. (laughs) Like there's, there's free, there's freedom because it's the, it's a start. It's, yes. it's a st- you you have to start somewhere and by saying all right I'm a lazy POS because I should work out every single freaking day or at least five days a week but I don't so there's one thing that uh, I lied to myself about well I I did 200 push-ups well that's not a fucking workout dude come on mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's like, that's, that's where you have to start. And by being vulnerable and, uh, with yourself, which is kind of an odd thing to say, I don't even know if, is that an oxymoron, (laughs) but, uh, it should be an oxymoron, but it's not because we're not vulnerable (laughs) with ourselves. (laughs) Well, I, I, being, being vulnerable period is difficult and to do it, um, to however many people listen to this um, is not easy either, but it's the truth. And, you know, until you're able to, I mean, if you want to keep lying to yourself, keep lying to yourself. You're never going to, you're never going to get better. Like you're never going to improve. And um, I can assure you this, 
if I'm that I have I have figured one thing like when you when you walk around like and, and you're trying to pinpoint like why am I feeling this way? I want to feel better about myself or I want to feel better in general. Um, maybe it's because uh, uh, I'm I'm single and I don't have a significant other. Bullshit, because. Uh, that's just that's an excuse that some, that someone could lean on or, or or oh well I'm tired all the time because I have to work two jobs bullshit you're just not strategizing and you're not being as efficient as you could and what are you putting um, into your body that's not producing the energy that you want <laughs> exactly you know? a, a number of a number of things and but, by the way I want people to know we're not saying that we're perfect on these areas by the way. We're not saying that. No, in fact, in fact, I'm saying all the, the I'm talking about myself right Same. now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so let yeah, let that uh, uh let that be known. I am talking about me, myself, Scott Fisher. And I, I I I suck at a lot of things. And um I can sit here and tell everybody that I suck at this that and the other and i could do better at at self-improvement i could do better at, at being honest and look at myself in the mirror and um but what am i going to do after i look myself in the mirror and call myself a liar am i going to do what's the actionable mm -hmm. am i going to continue to lie am i going to continue to just accept being a liar or am I going to say, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to lie to myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start actually working out five days a week. I'm yeah. going to um, get, get to the core and figure out like what makes you as a person feel better. I know what makes me feel better. And it's, it's, what one thing is helping others and one thing i think i do sometimes is i help others to get that feel good to get that dopamine from uh, rather than helping myself and i should it's not it's not selfish to want to help yourself because at the end of the day, I think I could be better at helping others if I helped myself first mm -hmm. in certain areas. And I'm actually just realizing this as I'm saying it, uh, being completely transparent. Um, so. No, it's it's bro, that's a that's 100 yeah. percent true. And yeah. we, we overlook that and then we take it to the extreme too that's also the problem <laughs> we end up taking it to the extreme where it's like okay it's me season and so then it's only me season and then people wonder why they're miserable well it's because it's you season everything's <laughs> about you everything's about you and so now now you're hyper alert of who's not texting you and so now you're like oh that person doesn't care and that's and now it's like what you're looking for you're finding because it's me season and we take it to the extreme when I believe that me season is bright and early or dark and early, because that's where you're uninterrupted, man. And it can also be at different times of the day, right? Like I got, I got my own time where I like, I love to smoke my cigar. It's like 
uh, some, uh, I was speaking to another coach the other day and she was like, she was like, what is it about you and cigars? Like, what is that? I was like, you want to know what this cigar means to me, what it is? I was telling her, I was like, this is where I have to slow down. The thing about a cigar is you can't just say, I'm going to smoke a cigar, have 30 minutes and go and try and puff one out and boom. It's not a smoke break. You have to actually <laughs> take some time. You have to like dedicate an hour to an hour and a half to fully smoke that entire cigar so you can have the full experience. So I was like, for me, it's a tangible thing that I use to slow down time because otherwise I know I won't. And, it's, and then I use it to meditate and I use it to talk to the Lord and I use it to check in on myself. Hey, why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling right now? What's causing this? What, 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 what fact in my life is causing this feeling right now? So like th this morning I addressed like um, the, the fact that my parents, man, it's like my parents is taking a, a huge toll on me because they're not happy in their marriage and because they're not happy individually. And it's because if I'm being honest, they made us their purpose. That's it. So they don't have a purpose right now because we're grownups that we got our own purpose. And they're like, well, we got no more basketball games to take them to. <laughs> that was our purpose. And I'm like, it's, it's really, it's really sad. And, and also like, I had this story in my, again, this, I had this story in my head that they didn't prepare themselves for retirement, but at the same time they came here when they were like, not young <laughs> and didn't have papers for Lord knows how long. So it's not like they could just build up their 401k like everybody does. Right. It's completely different. And so I had this story that they're not preparing themselves. Those are sexy glasses, bro. Keep them on, man. Keep them on. <laughs> I'm like, and I kind of have to. <laughs> <laughs> and what that did to me, brother, is that story of how they're not preparing themselves for like retirement it added this weight on me. I took it on like, this is my responsibility. And, and then I go through my process where I, I change the story to where it can help me get to the results I want to get to and to feel better. So now it's like, instead of feeling fear and it crippling me, I take fear and I leverage it so that I, I'm, it's, res, it's resourceful now. And I change the story to, no, they actually were investing into their retirement by investing so much into me and my brother. I am the best investment they could have ever made. I am better than any 401k they could have ever invested into. I am better than any other retirement strategy that they could ever have invested into because I will guarantee a damn return. I will. I will. And when I started changing the story, I mean, I started feeling different. And then it was the plan of action, right? I call it fight. So my process goes facts. What are the facts? Feelings. What, are the, what am I feeling about the facts? Focus. What story am I focusing on that's creating those feelings and how do I change my focus to feel the way I want to? And then fight. My fight plan, right? And so it's so true, bro. Like we have these, all these situations that start coming at us and what are we doing with them? Are we checking in or are you lighting that cigar so you can be like, huh, can I be vulnerable with myself right now? Because I mean, you know this, bro. Like if if we're not vulnerable with ourselves, then it's kind of hypocrisy to expect somebody else to be vulnerable and to listen to us. If we don't give ourselves 15 minutes, we don't give our own ear to ourselves for 15 minutes, our own honesty, then how can we ever expect somebody else to do the same for us? It's hypocrisy. Do you, do you, do you ever do that? Do you ever yeah. expect other people to give you 
their time when you don't give it to yourself? Um, yeah, I did. I did for a long time because I think we all want to be heard. I think we all want to feel loved. I think we all want to feel cared for. Um, and so we like, for me, I always looked for that in, in so many other people, whether that was friendships, whether that was pastors, whether that was intimate relationships. Like I, I always looked for that in, in those people. And then I started recognizing like, dude, I don't even listen to me, man. Like I'm not even on, I'm lying to these people and I'm ruining relationships cause I'm lying, but I'm not even honest with myself yet. How am I supposed to be honest with them? And then that story starts going on in my head. Bro, if you can't even be honest with you and you won't even accept your own truth, why would they accept your own truth? And then you can take that and be sadistic with it like I was, where it's like, well, see, this is why no one loves me. Because no one's going to want to hear my truth. But the only reason I felt that and I had that mindset in that story was because I wouldn't even hear my truth. As soon as I started to love like the darkness in me, the dark parts of me, as much as I love the light parts, because I hated myself, bro, because I, I had to fix myself. I had to change this about me. I didn't like this part about me. So therefore it's like, I was always like critiquing myself. And if you're always critiquing yourself, it's really hard. It's really hard to be in a relationship with someone if they're constantly critiquing you. Like constantly, man, you're such a great dude. But there's this one part, if you could just fix this, then yeah, I think you'd be an even better dude. You always feel like not enough then. So I was creating those feelings of not enoughness within myself. It wasn't other people doing it. I just thought it not was enoughness. I like that. Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean though, bro? Like, yeah. I think we need this as men. We need to be able to have this type of dialogue, like a brotherhood, like a, a, a community. And that, that's what the only dads is for, right? Where it's like, you can that's come exactly in and just be honest. For. You can come in and be honest and be like, hey, dude, you know what? Like, this is what I'm going through. And this is genuinely how I feel about it. It's not that, it's not that my, like, Jonathan asked me one day, he was like, well, what do you think is your biggest setback right now in your business? I said, me, bro, me, it's me, it's me. It's not my marketing. It's not my sales. It's not my messaging. It's not my attention. It's not my strategy. All of that stuff is golden. And I know that it is. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. That's it. For so many of us, we think, man, because if, if, if I'm good, marketing will be phenomenal. If I'm good, sales will be phenomenal. If I'm good, coaching will be phenomenal. Everything will be phenomenal if I'm good, but I'm getting in my own way with this. And that's yep. the part that I was telling you earlier. Parts of yep. me have to die. At, they have to die because right now I'm operating as a hustler and I can't be a hustler and a CEO. I got to pick one. Yep. I got to pick one. I either got cash in the duffel bag where the government can't tax it or I'm a CEO and I know exactly how many taxes, I know exactly how to spend the money so that I don't have to pay taxes. I know exactly how much profit's coming in. I know my P&Ls, I know all of it. I can't be I can't be the hustler though. I can't have that hustler mindset and operate as a CEO. That is correct. <laughs> Interesting to hear that out of your come out of your mouth. But I'm telling you, bro, I've been I've I've been through a a past couple of weeks. I don't say a lot. But that's because I, it's all happening here. Like, I'm like, okay, where am I at? Where am I really at? Where am I really at? As a dad, where am I really? Am I really failing as a father? Or am I doing my part, actually? It's that the same parent, parenting guilt. It's like, okay, we're really failing. We're really this. Or 
do I really think I'm a great father? But if I asked my daughter, what would her opinion be? If I rated myself from one to 10 and I rated myself as a 10 as a dad, and I asked my little girl, what would her honest opinion be? You well, her, her opinion now is probably going to be a 10. And when she's 14 through 17, it's probably going to be a two. And when she's 19 or 20 or when she uh, becomes an adult, it'll be a 10 again. And that's just and, and, and that that may not be the case at all. She yeah. you may be a 10 the, the entire time. Or but, she might uh, be like me and she might be very <laughs> honest. Bro, did I tell you about this with my dad? My dad asked me that. He asked me what I would rate him. I gave him a yeah, seven. Yeah, 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 you did, yeah. I gave him a seven. I was honest. Yeah. And I told him because he was like, dang, okay, then. He was like, I don't know why I asked. And I was like, well, do you want to know why? He was like, well, why? I was like, I don't see you being happy. I don't see you doing anything to make yourself happy. I'm like, so then guess who carries the weight of your happiness, whether you want it or not? Me and my mom and my brother. Because we just want to see our dad happy. I'm like, you don't lead us spiritually, man. You never lead us spiritually. Every time, every time grace is said, when it's said, who has to say it, dad? He was like, well, you do. Exactly. I do. I, I have to force you to read the Bible with me. It should be the other way around. You should be like, hey, everyone, come down here real quick. We're going to read the word together. Lead us spiritually. I have to force you. To go to church should be the other way around. I'm like, I'm, and I told him, I was like, I'm telling you this because I love you and because I want you to be a 10 for you, not for me, for you. But I got to be honest with you. And I told him, I was like, I judge myself the exact same way, though. <laughs> I judge myself the exact same way. You know, what's interesting is I, I was, I was thinking the other day, again, thinking. I'm not saying, and I, I was like, you know, my, so I had a, I had a chat with my son and I was like, you know, he, he's, he's kind of grown up into a, a, a handsome young man. And like, like, you know, most teenagers, he went through his little awkward phase, but, um, you know, he's, he's going to be 17 here in a few months and, um, which is crazy to say um, out loud, but it's, <laughs> but he he has not like you know gotten into dating, um, and I I know this to be true because um, it's just he and I that live here, and um, I know where he is at all times, and like you would know, <laughs> I would know, and uh, I ask him. And, but I, I've, I've asked him a couple of times, like, you know, don't you, I mean, I know, I know he likes women. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, I know, I'm not going to tell you why I know, but I know, but, uh, <laughs> well, well, we did have that episode when he was like six or something. He had the little magazine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old Victoria's <laughs> secret magazine. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious um but but yeah but I, I started thinking like shit he's only seen how like me in two relationships and i mean he doesn't you know know about any of the, the you know uh short-term things that never 
transpired into anything that uh you know that I, I you know i don't bring women into his life unless it was his mom and the uh only other like long-term relationship i've had and um i think he saw how miserable i was through that uh relationship and uh i just wonder if that's the reason you know like he's he he's seen me lose i mean lose he's seen the after effects of losing my wife when he was five and then the only other time he's seen me date someone and been like you know had a front row seat since we all lived together for a few years you know it was like and he knew i was not happy and, and i didn't think about that at the time but uh, I know we heard, you know, I, uh, you know, kids here, and we, we've talked about it so many times, right? How how kids hear things when we don't realize it, and they see things and observe things, and he observes me being unhappy, um, and he knows why. And I'm wondering, like, if if I if if that has had an effect or an impact on whether or not he wants to like get get involved or date or and i i hope not but um maybe i should have a chat with him about that but at the end of the day it's like i don't want to beat myself up for it but it's it is kind of my not, it is my fault if i allowed him to see me unhappy for years and you know, that's not a lesson. That's not something I want to look in the mirror and, and say, well, that's on me. Screwed up, dude. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but, but it goes back to what you said earlier though, man. First of all, bro, like, um, that's really honorable of you to be able to even just thinking of it that way. That shows like next level, like empathy. And I think it goes back to what you said earlier where, I mean, I have to take of my, if I take care of myself first, I can take care of people better. Okay. If I create my own happiness, look at what your son will notice. Dad's happy. Like trickle effect. Like that's what I want for my little girl too, man. Which is why that hits so deep. Cause when I had that conversation with my dad, that's when I made the decision that I was like, no, you know what? Like I'm going to pursue genuine happiness and fulfillment. So that my little girl can always see me fulfilled. It doesn't mean that she won't see me struggle. It doesn't mean that she won't see frustration. But she'll always see this consistency of like, wow, dad was just like happy with his life. He enjoyed his life. He enjoyed what he did. He enjoyed the people he was around. Like all these things. And he didn't need me to make him happy. Instead, he actually made me happy. Because right now, bro, like I'll be honest, I don't feel that way with my parents. I don't feel that. I don't feel that way with my. I'm 30 years old, bro. I'm 30 years old. I don't. I do not feel that with my parents at one bit. I do not feel like I can let off the gas. Unfortunately, because of them, because they need me, and I can feel that. I can feel that they need me. I ain't saying that's right. I'm not saying that's right at all. But I'm saying I can feel it, and I don't think any son should ever, ever carry that weight. Not at your age. Or actually never, you're right. 
Um, so, uh, just for the listeners that don't know, you're living with your parents temporarily while your house is being built and, um, which has been going on for, uh, since like what, June, a year or yes. six months. Yeah. Seems like a year, but so, uh, it's going to be ready here before long. What, what, uh, are you, are you going to take any like guilt or responsibility with you when you move out? No, I mean, probably honestly, um, something that I've done, honestly, that's just really helped me was I just started placing really healthy boundaries. Whereas I don't need them to come and talk to me about their marriage um at all they just that's just not my place that's not my place like i'm here to be your son not your life coach so you don't need to bring that stuff to me and so when i started putting out those boundaries in it's like it's alleviated a lot of it because now i'm not trying to because i mean here's here's the thing it's like i work with people from across the, all, all all over the world and i help them completely transform their lives but then my family asked me for advice and because it's coming from me and they've known me my entire life, it's like, they just, they depreciate it. So they don't do anything with it. And then they use me as like an emotional punching bag where they can just really let it all out and then be like, Oh, okay. Give us some good advice that we'll never use. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. So as soon as I started placing that, those boundaries, I think it was good. And then today I had a huge healing moment in the morning, bro. Honestly. Um, I started changing the narrative. I started changing the story um, of of like my relationship with my parents and like that fear of them placing that on me. And I'm using it as like leverage now. And I, I've, I haven't felt as good as I feel today I, when it comes down to my parents, like relationship with my parents, right? And so I feel really good. So I don't think I'll be leaving here with guilt. I think if anything, I'm going to be living leaving here with like a, a huge sense of pride of like, when I was here, I gave them everything I had. Um, I gave them my words. I gave them my love. I gave them my energy. I didn't give them my time because no one really cares about your time. They care about the level of energy that you give them in the midst of that time. And so that's what I gave them. Um, and I think that now, whenever I go back to my place, which is going to be in the next three weeks, I'm going guilt-free, baby. I'm going guilt-free, knowing that I left it all out on the field. <laughs> right on, man. You going to have a housewarming party? Uh, I might do a little something. I kind of want to do like a little worship night um, to kind of break in the house with some cigars also and like a fire outside and have some burgers. I'll show up, I'll show up for a poker party. Yeah, that too. <laughs> little, that too, shoot. A little te Texas Hold'em tournament? <laughs> exactly exactly yeah bro i want to have a, i want to have a good time out there man i want to have a good time i got a, a bunch of the um not a bunch about nine conquerors are flying in this weekend and i'm gonna take them up there to see it uh because i've been talking about it a lot and so i'm gonna take them to go see the house and stuff so it's gonna be cool cool little experience what all are you guys gonna do so friday night um i'm trying to get i'm trying to get um jonathan to come in and coach on vision and the importance of vision and the importance of giving. Cause it's like all he ever talks about is giving and that's literally his life. And so I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to talk on the, the call that we have on our lives and how, um, how it can be crippling, but 
we it's all about the story we tell ourselves about the crippling like it might be crippling and crushing what we feel like we're supposed to do in life but that's not a bad thing it's actually a good thing because i don't have to try and keep myself humble my calling keeps me humble like if i was building something on my own then i'd have to try and keep myself humble because i could say well i this and i did this and i built this all but no the fact that it's a calling and the calling is greater than i am it naturally humbles me because I feel like every day where I wake up, it's like crippling because it's so big. Right. And so I'm going to teach on that a little bit um, and how we can start attacking that and how we can start leveraging fear to push us into action instead of keep us stuck. So that's Friday. That's all Friday. And then Saturday, it's just going to be hangout, hangout. We're going to meet up for breakfast at legacy hall. You should come Scott. Um, and then we're going to go to red river. We're going to go, I'm going to take them country dancing because they're flying into Texas. So <laughs> yeah, we got to keep it Texan, right? So we're going to go Red River. If you're down to come to that too, bro. Um, I think it'd be really cool for them to meet you because they listen I, to the podcast too. Yeah, I might show up, man. Why not? Um, you know, um, before before we close out, I want to, I just, this just popped in my head and um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say anybody's name or anything in fact i'm not even going to say how i know this person because um it might give them away and i don't know uh well I, anyway it, it, it's 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 a, a gentleman that i've met um who is uh um he's now coaching um and uh i and, and is becoming a client i'm building an app for him he coaches um kind of up on the same thing you do and uh he was married for like 30 31 years and uh just very similar to what we're talking about and and it's like i i would uh, just put it this way. He's, he's now living the best in his own words. Um, and even on his website, it's, it's like, he's now living the best life he's ever lived. And, uh, you know, to be, uh, in your, um, late fifties, early sixties for, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to wait that long to live the best life I've ever lived. And he walked, you know, he, he, he walked around, you know, seemingly like numb or unhappy and, uh, and just at some point something clicked and he's like, I, I, I got to bounce. Um, uh, yeah. and you know, I, I think, um, he didn't want to, uh, upset his, the, the, the family dynamic, which is a lot, you know, the reason a lot of people stay together, especially after they've been together that long. And, um, you know, he's had, had to do, put in a lot of time and effort to, to make it right with his children and, um, who are grown now, but, you know, nevertheless, it's like nobody ever gets it. Um, and from, they just see it from their perspective. Right. And some people are different and they're like, I just want my parents to be happy and yada, yada, yada. But, um, I, it just popped into my head because it's like, I know we have a lot of, uh, we have a diverse, a diverse age group of listeners. And, 
for those of you who are younger, um, just take that into consideration. Like, you know, don't, uh, don't stay somewhere or in a, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a marriage uh, and I'm not promoting divorce either, but just be aware and be honest about things in yourself. And so you don't wait. Uh, I'm super happy that, that this, this guy is living his best life now. Uh, I, 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 and he's helping others do the same, which is even cooler. Um, and, but, you know, I, I certainly, you know, I don't, I don't want to like lie to myself and look and look in the mirror and continue to do so and wait until I'm, you know, in my fifties to live my best life. I want to live my life now, you know, while I'm in my forties and I'm young and I'm, I, you know. Uh, I've still got prime boy. I've still I've still got more than half the world to attack. You know, I've been to 52 countries, but there's 52 more I got to get to, and uh, a couple more continents, and some of the biggest ones yet. And there's there's a ton I want to do, and hopefully I'll find someone to do it with that um, that um, encourages me to be my best self, and um, and 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 I the same for them. But wouldn't it be crazy? wouldn't it, wouldn't it be crazy if you went on a trip and on that trip you met someone who was doing the same thing that you're doing she was just <laughs> like man i just i don't want to wait to enjoy life and you're like that's interesting me either you're like yeah i just decided i was going to become my best self and you're like that's interesting me too <laughs> <laughs> what what I'm, what i'm saying is like sometimes the people that we need to meet in our life are in the places that we need to be at Right. Like sometimes we we think like I love what you just said. Like, I don't want to wait to be with somebody to like go and explore the world. Like I I would like to meet somebody that wants me to be my best self. Right. And so what if you being your best self is the place where you meet somebody that wants you to be your best self? Yeah. And then some like crazy like uh safari in Africa or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah way down in south america or something who knows but exactly i mean it's it's interesting i mean you just you never know but um at the end of the day i i hope everybody got some good takeaways from this and um i think the the biggest one that i know i i got some takeaways from this because same throughout throughout this this episode, I have been uh, vulnerable and honest and transparent about a lot of things and just uh, in doing so learned some things about myself and uh, some things that I need to, you know, address and put some action roles, not just identify, because I think we often have talked about just identifying things. Yeah. And yeah, we've talked about execution, but I mean, not, not to this extent or level. Yeah. And so, 
I hope that people have gotten some good takeaways. Um, I hope everyone can go look in the mirror and be honest with themselves and say, you know what? I've been lying to you, dude. And I'm not going to do it anymore. And it is today, yeah. And here's what I'm going to do about it. <laughs> That's really good, dude. <laughs> That's really good, man. Sign us so, off, Scott. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, next week, we'll have some announcements um, about the Only Dads and some things that we're going to be starting. Um, and make this week a phenomenal one. See you guys next week.